0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV Podcast 482's After After Show. Show. Nailed
1: it. We did. I thought we did a pretty good job there, Tare. Yeah.
2: Welcome to the after show. If you're new here, the after show sometimes can get off the rails or sometimes it's right on point. It's always on point.
1: It's just not always on the disc golf point. <laughs> or
2: uh, or what's the point, maybe, is a better question. It's on a point, It's on what point
1: is it on? It's on a point. Well, here we
2: are. So the after show is our time to, uh, well, possibly decompress possibly get worked up or uh, dive into other subjects, topics, uh, things of uh, either pop culture and or uh, grander scale, or it could be 100% disc golf, fodder, and conversation. Either way, uh, there's no promises. Let's put it that way. Some people tune in for exclusively the after show, and some people tune out exclusively because of the after show. Either way, that's what we're here for today. So welcome in, everyone.
1: I mm, great went to go see a comedian tangentially related to disc golfers. Yes, I was gonna say his brother's a big disc golfer. Yes, I'm friends with. I actually mentioned it to him that I'm friends with his brother on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Really? I was like, yeah, all disc golf. And he's like, Oh, yeah. He's he's uh and I was like, Yeah, he's pretty into it, right? He's like, he's like, Yeah, you wouldn't, uh you definitely wouldn't believe it. So I went to go see Pete Lee. Uh who internationally recognized Pete, Lee. internationally recognized Pete Lee, uh, originally from Janesville, Wisconsin mm-hmm. area. And now I believe lives out in California. He kind of talked about some of the stuff. It was in what they called an improv night, mm-hmm. which it, it was at the improv, but it was just a, just comedians for the most part. Uh, first comedian was good. He was fine. I mean, it's hard to tell when they they get like fifteen minutes, but uh, real big, r- real big guy. Like even uh, half of his shtick was about his size, mm. so that was fine. The second comedian, uh, I believe his name was Marcus Monroe, and the only reason I remember it is because he actually uh, grew up in Shorewood. Apparently, mm. he talked to which is nearby, which is nearby. So Shorewood is literally 15 minutes up the road here, 15 minutes South of us. They introduced him. He comes on. He's a younger guy in a, I no. think upper, upper twenties worth. He's not the 38 year old that I'm looking at. That's a comedian. Yeah. That's, that's definitely him. He's 38. <laughs> yeah. 38. Oh no, no. him. sorry. His wife is in his upper twenties. He's 38. Cause he's talked about almost a, a, like a 12 or 13 year gap. That's right. Oh, okay. So, Okay, comedian. Nothing to write okay. home about. But the funny part was we're watching him, a couple chuckles here and there. Um, and then at he's talking about how he how he went to he grew up and his dad was the principal at his school of this whole shtick, and and you know, then he mentioned he's like, Yeah, I was the like the weird kid in Shorewood. My wife turns to me and goes, She says the words Rick Monroe. And I was like Rick Monroe, and then it hit me: my wife and I, our very Dating first a Rick Monroe. No, weird. Our very first apartment we rented from Rick Monroe. When I moved in with my wife, she was she rented the apartment from Rick Monroe, who was the principal at Shorewood, where she did her internship. Mm. This guy was Rick's son, which and Rick Monroe actually ended up going to being the superintendent of the school my son's at now. This was years ago. I don't believe he's doing that anymore, but so I, I've met Rick Monroe a few times as he was our landlord. Uh, just a funny thing. Cause she looked at me. She's like, Oh my God, that's Rick small world. She, my wife even said, she's like, we lived in the house where he was probably conceived. And I was like, you, I'm like, yeah, we probably did. That's, hot. <laughs> that's a little weird, but sure. That's, I know where your parents boinked. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you were conceived. It was probably the room downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, when and- you guys live together before marriage. you I, and you're- uh, I mean, barely, barely. I, mean, I know Terry. Gosh, Ew. living in sin. And then Pete Lee comes on and he does an hour and a half set, which he even said was 30 minutes longer than he expected. <laughs> uh, for the most part, really funny. He did a, a a bit, which I thought lasted just a little too long, where he was asking the audience for drama. Literally. So, like, I love drama. Holiday weekends. Who here has mm-hmm. holiday drama? Okay. And they were. it took a little while for the audience to warm up. And so it kind of drug on for a little bit. But Mm -hmm. then some people are, you know, uh, like, oh, my, you know, my sister-in-law showed up to this party with a new guy. Or Mm -hmm. I think one of them was this this girl threw a party for her dad, like a retirement party, and planned it with his girlfriend of 14 years, only to find out that her dad breaks up with the girlfriend the morning of the party. (laughs) So there was... And the dad was there, so she she volunteered this info. And there's dad sitting next to her. Uh, the dad wow. wouldn't. The dad was not keen on talking he, about why yeah, he, he broke he up. Oh. <laughs> but he was there. He chuckled along. But anyway, so afterwards, and the whole reason we, why we went to this, I invited you. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make it. Running a stupid tournament. Running a stupid tournament. The whole reason we did this is so my wife wanted to talk to Pete Lee about booking him for a fundraiser that her her office does every October. So trying to get ahead of it. We waited in line, walked around. Finally, we were like the last ones because we kind of stayed near the back of the line. We didn't want to hold anyone up if we were going to chat with him. And my wife talked with him, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm friends with your brother on Facebook." And he's like, "Oh yeah, my brother." Uh, he's like, "I was tu- I was touring with Bert." Uh, Christ, sure. Yeah, yeah uh, Machine. like earlier. I think it was last year, late last year, earlier this year. Oh, I feel year. like it was just. A f- was it earlier? If- was it earlier this I feel like year? It was maybe
2: just even in the last few
1: weeks but anyway but anyway so he's like he's like i called my brother and asked if he wanted to go disc golfing with bert and a bunch of guys from discraft Mm -hmm. he's like and he's he's even like it's discraft right like yes discraft (laughs) and so he said yes rob jumped at the opportunity showed up and this is what pete said pete's like he played out of his mind rob had the greatest day of his life (laughs) which is what you want to do maybe you want to show up uh, yeah he's like even rob said i'll never have a greater day in my life because i got to i got to play with bert i got to play with his brother he got to play with the discraft guys and he shot phenomenal out of his mind yeah and so (laughs) so pete was pretty excited that that he got to share that and i figured i would share it here so everyone knows that rob you did have a great day everybody knows boy rob wait way to show everybody up um and so that was my connection with disc golf. That was Sunday night that mm. we went to go see that uh, the comedian. And again, if you get the chance, go see Pete Lee. Funny, definitely funny. Uh, yeah, I I would be willing to
2: bet. Um, if you're if you're not familiar with him by name alone, uh, if you saw him, you would recognize him. He's been in a ton of stuff. Um including being on Fallon a couple times. He's been a writer for a bunch of different stuff. He had uh, uh, he was a cast member for Fuse TV's Video on Trial and the NFL's Network's Top 10s. Uh, he was a cast member on VH1's Best Week Ever. Uh, he made his late-night television debut on The Late Show with Letterman, so on and so forth. He's been on a ton of different stuff. Um, so, yes, we've always had this little... Backdoor connection and the fact that Rob is, is is actually helped me in orchestrating and running tournaments in that part of Wisconsin mm-hmm. in Janesville many years ago, and then he always talked about his brother, uh, this uh, incredible comedian. Uh, so that's awesome. So Pete Lee, all about it. Well, nice. Sounds like uh, it was a good time,
1: and uh, as I would expect, yeah, it was definitely um, good. So, weren't we're, my wife's not sure. We have no clue. She's going to reach out to. Pete Lee and his agent, yep, which is what he directed us to do. But it's kind of funny because we were talking on the way back. We're like, I don't know how much she costs. <laughs> like, I don't know what, like, yeah, like-, like what the price is. She's had other comedians. We had uh, Charlie Barons a couple mm-hmm. years ago, who's a very, very popular Wisconsin comedian. And he's he's a little bit. He's starting to kind of delve out a little more nationally, but he's very much a, 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 a regional, a, a regional shtick. Because it's very much Yoder Hay playing
2: into Wisconsin very Midwestern much, stereotypes.
1: Yeah, not quite Fargo if you watch Fargo, but very close. Yeah, uh, that type of uh, humor. And so he he came and they they paid I forget a couple thousand dollars to have him yeah. there. But I was saying I, I don't I don't know what Pete Lee would charge. Like is is that a two thousand dollar charge or a ten thousand dollar charge? And I have no clue. So we're gonna hopefully find that out um, and, yeah i'd be curious just from a just a curiosity, pure pers- curiosity yeah, perspective here. what I, is like I said the same that thing. level of
2: comedian mm-hmm. cost yeah. Uh I mean he is he's he's not a headlining selling out Madison Madison Square Garden type, but he's also not like, you know, working he's not your open mic night either. Correct. You know, he is uh He's an you know,
1: established comedian. Yeah, so. exactly. And so. I had told my wife last year that they should look at booking him, but by then I think it was too late. By the time we had thought about it, it I think it was already like July and the, the 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 thing was in October, so she was like, "Eh, that feels like too short of a span to call somebody and say, hey, you want to do this?'" So now we've just hopefully going to plan it for next year, which will be great. And if they can do that, you know, we're talking about VIP tickets. Maybe get like a half hour, a private show with Pete. Mm-hmm. You know, for just some VIP people that pay more for their this this fundraiser. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see if we can get this moving along. Carney asks a question on the board: Have you been to the Oshkosh Air uh, Show? Oh, come the, on, the, the you can't EAA. ask a couple Wisconsin
2: boys that. Especially ones that lived twenty minutes from the air show yes. as kids.
1: Yes. Um I've been there honestly, I think I've only been there twice. I was Oh, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. I was there with my dad when we were like, when we were younger. And then in right after no, it had to be during college. It was right during college. I went there with a girlfriend and, uh, and her brother.
2: Did you live in sin with her too? No, I didn't. <laughs> you dirty, but I
1: would have. <laughs> no, Jen Meyer, who worked, who you and I both know, we worked at Best oh, Buy together. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jen. Oh, Jen. <laughs> um, yeah. No, the a bunch of us, a couple of us uh, of her family and myself went to the EAA. But that's the last wow, time I've that's been there twice. Only really, I've only been there twice. My dad oh, used gosh. to go every year. He had you. There was a pin that you'd get that had, that had the year on it. The EAA. A pin and he'd go every year and he had like 15 years worth of pins but... i didn't go every year but it was definitely far more than twice but yeah huh. Air, I okay mean, i like airplanes i'll probably i, I really want to go in the next year or so because i want to bring my kids i want to bring my son before he gets too old and wanders away. because i don't think he's ever been um and my daughter i think would have a, a blast going there
2: okay uh oh uh i want to speak of an airplane i'm getting on one tomorrow where am i going mm-hmm. Uh probably
1: probably back to Arizona. Oh, that's a good guess,
2: but wrong. Other side of the country. Well, Florida? <laughs> Florida. Gainesville. Okay. All right, I'm going to Gainesville tomorrow because on Thursday, we're going to have a... I hope this, is, <laughs> this isn't this is exclusive news yet. I don't believe that it is. Uh, mixed double skins match takes place on Thursday. And then the Cho, the Chain Hawk Open, takes place Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be there again, uh, giving you guys some coverage. But uh, the doubles teams for Thursday is going to include Jessica Weiss and Double G, Deanne Carey, mm. AJ Carey, Holly Finley and Noah Five Ash, Sarah Hocum, and Gavin Rathbun. So they're going to be playing double skins match. I'm going to be recording that. That's going to take place on Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, I believe we go Northside, Jonesville, Northside uh, for the three courses, just like we did last year. And Chain Hawk Open 12, PDGA tier. Coverage coming at you. Peep the channel all week, weekend. Uh, It should be next day in this case. Uh, this is the, this is the event in a few funny instances, uh, due to the timing and being on the East coast, I actually was able to film, edit, commentate, render and upload and get it out the same night, Damn. Uh, but I'm not going to, I found that there's not enough benefit to that. People weren't watching on, on the night I released it because everyone's so accustomed to watching the next morning anyway. So. Um, plan, hopefully plan for next day coverage. Not that I've set it up. (laughs) I'll have a, a challenge, but that's the plan this weekend. Next weekend, there's a conversation about trying to cover the Big Arm Challenge. Where is the Big Arm Challenge? That is in Arizona. It's in its fourth iteration. And you and I know, well, Vista from when the Phoenix Ladies Open happened, where it's in the shortest Possible Vista format. Yes. We also know Vista in its XL format mm-hmm. for the Memorial. That's the standard Vista most of you know from Don't tell me coverage. Vista
1: has a Wisconsin XXL.
2: <laughs> they have a Tear Bear XXXXL. No, there yeah. is a Big Arm Challenge format. I don't know. I, I forget what probably the name I, of the layout s- is. The,
1: I got I some big arms, like no, long. No, But um, not like that?
2: Uh, I'm going to try it. I, I want to say it's... Some absurd, well, I'll tell you the absurd uh, nature. So this has seen the likes of uh, Anthony Barella winning it last year. I don't know how many years. makes sense. Connor Rock, Jake Brown, Jordan Castro, Parker Welk, Jacob Curtis, a.k.a. Cupcake, were all there last year. Drew Gibson was there last year. Uh, So those were some of the uh, players that we saw there last year. A lot of similar ones for this upcoming year. I'm going to quickly find you... Uh, the uh, AB won it last year. He had a 1,083 and a 1,069 rated round. And the holes come in at 10,614 feet. So it's not the longest course you're going to see in 2023 or 2024. But it's a long-ass course. But it's a long-ass course. And Mm. it's Vista played in a way that you've never otherwise seen vista played and i think there is a lot of appeal to that in itself that's cool uh jennifer allen's managed to win this a few times that's weird isn't it huh. <laughs> i know she's signed up playing fbo uh this weekend as well so uh, or that weekend next mm-hmm. weekend so uh we're trying to see if there's a practical way for me to get coverage um we're looking for some potential sponsors uh is is the plug i'd put out there so if you want to Support that coverage, which I think will have some pretty good views uh, with some of those big arms looking forward to it. So Chainhawk
1: this weekend, potentially big arm challenge next weekend. The only other news we really have that we didn't touch on in the main show, uh, just some sponsorship news. Uh, Luke Lorenzen announced that she is leaving Prodigy okay <laughs> <laughs> she, she
2: reached out to me for a favor and i forgot all day today so i've got work to do
1: when i get home okay um yes yeah, so i'm guessing she needs some footage or something no but
2: uh, more important th- this oh. this is i'm gonna interrupt this is more important. okay uh she uh I, I hope this is public she she's applying for a visa a like a sports person visa and she needs accredited sports media people to potentially help write like letters or recommendations and referrals and she asked if i would be one of those people uh which i do i'm just flattered about the thought of uh i don't like the idea of doing more work but the idea of of hopefully helping her you know follow her dreams and goals mm-hmm. and and touring more um yeah and i think it's due tomorrow so yeah yeah you're gonna want to do that to be Tara. fair she just asked me yesterday um, but I did forget about it entirely today. Well, so. I'm glad
1: I reminded you. Thank when mentioning you. All that right. So is, now continue on with she with, is leaving. What may, or may not matter, right? <laughs> I mean, she, she's leaving prodigy. She, she might not be leaving the country. Thanks to Terry Miller. We don't know. <laughs> cool. You got a new sponsor. They're not
2: going to, we're not going to see you You're in the U S though.
1: That's my fault. Uh, my bad, Bradley Williams. I'll give you Terry's address. So if she doesn't make it, you can come kick the crap out of it. My bad. My bad. Uh, anyway, uh, there's lots of speculation. Obviously the number one speculation is she's going to Innova because that's where Bradley is. Uh, well, that's where he's currently Bradley's, his contract is up. Um, I, I wouldn't put any any stock in her going to Innova particularly, just because who knows? There's a lot of things that seem logical. Yeah, that I mean, don't happen. She, she, it's just as logical. She should go to. She could go to Lat sixty four. It's just as logical. She could go to, uh, a, a, mm. and you know, Clash. A, any of the, well, Europe- the Norwegian is it Lift? Who who makes the Norwegian disc? Oh, uh, not, not Lift. No, Loft. 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 Yeah. I mean, anyway. lots of speculation out there nobody knows for sure but we do know that terry has homework tonight yeah i I, yeah totally spaced yeah sorry well at least i reminded him yes thank you
2: i'm surprised she didn't remind me today She probably trusts you stupidly. <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, God, just leaves me alone to do something like that. I don't know. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see. Uh, now, is it is it true? Then this falls into the speculation category. It's all only speculation because, at this point. Only because isn't it true that uh, Williams' contract is up at the end of this year too? <laughs> it is. Yes. Okay, so uh, clearly, like uh, you said, they're they're there could be an assumption of sorts that she may go there but also an assumption of sorts that they could they could both they could both go
1: to two totally different places correct she could go to Innova and he could leave yeah be, wouldn't that be wild because as i've 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 said my couples theory on disc golf is don't have the same sponsor no. as your significant other it's just better he you know well, why why not have all your bases covered and I've also said that I think Bradley Williams should be on the star team. And if he's not, he should find a new sponsor. Mm. That but, be- I, I, he's been with Anova forever. And he, he's he got a, probably a very good relationship with them and whatnot. But Bradley, I think, is a known commodity and as a top finisher in our sport. It just sure feels like Innova should put him on that star team. And I we've said before, I we don't Your ro- feels mean nothing. I mean, my feels That's mean what we've nothing said before.
2: But I'll reiterate your feels mean nothing. And I only say that because if if I don't know if this is the case still, but if there are stringent guidelines and rules and regulations for who's on what team, if you make an exception I know. To put somebody on a team that, I'm, in theory, doesn't fit in there, just based on feels, as a company and as a a a co- uh, or as a teammate, you're opening up your 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 can of a can of worms. A can of worms. I've That's I've put all some, I'm saying
1: I know, and I've put some thought into this, and I'm thinking like. I don't know the criteria that Bradley doesn't meet. Exactly. Yeah. That would not put him on the star team based on who is currently on the star team. I look at some of the players and I, and I say Bradley is just as good or better than them and uh uh Yer- by some playing metrics. By by playing metrics and Yurki makes moves says, does Bradley move plastic. I don't think Innova's star team has ever really been about um, I, I think you can stay on the star team because you move plastic. I don't think it's necessarily ever got you on the star team. Usually in in traditionally and granted we're old in of a star team has usually been um, what you have, what you've done on the course, mm-hmm. usually ratings base or on the course. And I, I feel like Bradley has to check almost all those boxes. I don't know what the boxes are, gut instinct says he checks him. I hope he makes it to a star team or at least starts to look elsewhere to somebody else's top tier team. I feel like he is a top player in our sport and he deserves to be on a top team wherever that may be. So it just, I don't see Bradley leaving because I think he really likes the plastic. I think he's very comfortable. um, and, And he's just in a good, he's, I think he's in a really good place in life and with his, hopefully with his sponsor, but we'll see. We've got, about a month before we find out it's probably a lot of this stuff. It's the end of November right now. And most of these things start coming out towards the end of December. We hear them. Usually we start hearing some whisperings, right? You know, a little bit before Christmas. And then they start becoming shouts after Christmas. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how it unfolds. he says he does not have elite or above win, right? Question mark. Wrong. Well, he he, he has the win. It becomes the question. He he won an elite. The funny part is he won an elite event two years ago at the Preserve. Correct. So in 2022, 2022. 2021. Uh, I feel like it was five.
2: Was oh. it five or six years right after? E- either we can we could look this up. But either way. Sure. Th- th- that particular year, I, the question, obviously, for a lot of people is like, does that reset? Does that matter? You know, what, uh-huh. what have you done for me lately? You no, know, based on it, of-
1: like I said, but, and I'll say that I- I'm not shy of this. <laughs> Innova's star team isn't spectacular. Like, look at the players that are on there on tour. You've got Calvin, who's their top player. After that, who's finishing near the top like Bradley is? Now, now again, we're coming into the offseason. There's a good chance. What happens if Innova picks up a a Gannon Burr or Eagle McMahon or whomever else might be on thing? The, the, the teams will all shift in about a month. Mm-hmm. But, again, as I say, Bradley is currently ranked number 26th in the United States Tour rank. He was higher than that on the Pro Tour. So I, I'm looking at him. He's He's got uh, he had a, a European win. This year finished th- no, uh, third at a European best. event. Second again, he finished second at a major this year. I, I, I just fifth place at the, at Jonesboro um, second place at a silver event, the end of a blue Ridge. I mean, he's, he's having what I would say is maybe an up and down season, anywhere from 15th to 30th to, you know, second at the major. If, if you want to talk about what have you done for me lately? The last major of the year is a of your, Current sponsors are pretty darn good lately. Um, who knows? We'll find out in a month. But ultimately, uh, again, <laughs> if I didn't know better, and
2: I because I do know better, yeah. I'd feel like you're I'm as you're as agent. agent. I'm and not. I know
1: you're not. I'm not Bradley's <laughs> the funny agent. Funny part, but uh, I, but I do feel like I can look at someone's skill level and potential and current situation and make a general gist of where that person should be, whether it's Bradley or Gannon or whomever that might be, you know, Alden Harris, uh, Eagle McMahon, pick one, you know, you, you could ask me hey, and you'll tell me where they should be. I will tell you where I feel they should approximately be like who okay. should be on a tour team. Okay. Well, I guess all we can do is wait and see. At we this will point wait and find and out. see
2: if, if somebody makes you really happy or really mad the good thing is, I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. Uh, also in news, which unfortunately due to some poor scheduling uh, on my behalf. Way to go. I did not see any of last evening's uh, CBS Sports Network airing of the Throw slash USDGC. Uh, by the way, uh, it was the 2022 preserve he won. Yeah. Um, so I did not see any of that. Uh, I'm looking for feedback. I didn't see a lot of conversation about it today, but I did not look for conversation about it today. I don't know if it was well-received uh, or not. I'm assuming the editing was was solid again. Uh, there was, I think, obviously a more concerted effort to feature FPO competition, uh, where I felt like the first one was more MPO-heavy. And the, the one clip I saw somebody else post did, I think we again had Germ and and Earhart maybe doing a voiceover of sorts, which must be an, a, a complete overhaul in terms of voiceover just because they they weren't in the booth. No. Especially for that event because that was FBO, but they weren't in the booth for that and they weren't on post-production for that. So that's a, a completely new team uh, to be part of that production. Uh, which I know some people had questioned uh, during the first one, and then probably would question even more so during this one if you questioned it during the first one. But uh, that's who I'm going to assume is part of the team for the final event that gets showed as well. And that's another uh, week or two, if I recall. So, all right. Um, So if anyone has anything of any um, input on that, I'd love to hear more about it, but. Hopefully it all went well. I didn't see any major blow ups. I didn't see anybody absolutely losing their mind and
1: making a complete. <laughs> I, uh, uh, for better or worse, I didn't see anything on social media about it. Yeah, I didn't. That, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it, it was relatively quiet. It's CBS, which is another. I mean, it's it's one of those channels that it's like a secondary tier sports channel. Sure. It's not your ESPN. Mm-hmm. I I just don't think that you're going to get much social traction from there. It's probably a great piece.
2: Yeah, and I think it's a matter of, but like, a lot of just, those other, like you said, when it's a second tier, uh, it's not necessarily included in every man. package. Some people need to either have a certain cable network or provider to get it, or you have to pay a separate fee to have it and all of those types of things. So there's obviously barriers and obstacles, but hopefully anyone that did see it, again, we can't say this enough times, just like the last one, I'm sure, however it was edited, it wasn't edited for you or for me you know, to try to yeah, uh it's not meant to, to uh you know satiate the appetite of diehard disc golfers, it's probably a little bit more structured and geared toward um, you know, the the people just flipping through channels looking for something different to watch. Alright. Um I'm trying to think if there's any other international news other than obviously that date changing which you mentioned with the um Regarding the major, which by and large I'm sure is well received over there, I'm sure I think there was too much. Everybody more, loved it
1: over there. Um, to it, um, no. I mean, again, we're, we we just had Turkey Day, so there there wasn't a lot of, um, there wasn't a lot of action going on. I think everyone's just at home, f- kind of visiting family and doing whatever they do. All right. Oh. Well. Uh, um, I don't know if we have a lot more to
2: discuss unless you guys do out on the board. You can start thinking about it. But if uh, if not, uh, Johnny V here is going to start working on our
1: oh, I'm giveaway. Re- I'm ready, Terry. We you have 134 ready? people eligible for our giveaway tonight. Ready and you giveaway. can be eligible if you go to patreon.com slash smashboxtv for as little as a dollar a month. You can support us and be eligible for our drawing. You can also go to smashbox.tv slash weekly giveaways and enter in there. By hand every week, like a schlub. Thanks to the people who are supporters, um, we're 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 working on our Patreon supporter disc. That's at the three dollar and above level. We should be getting that finalized here in the next few uh, next few weeks and get that shipped out sometime early in the twenty twenty four season. And it's thanks to all of the patrons for. Supporting us. It's why we can continue to do this week after week after week after week after week after week. So... Thank you. Thank you very much. We have 134 people tonight eligible, as I said. Terry Miller, how are we going to give... We we already know what we're giving away. We're giving away that that pink DD disc. Well, it might not be this pink one, because okay. this, I I'm think, sorry. is technically... Well, we probably have
2: another one. Okay, so we're, gonna giving say, this one's, uh, we're giving away... We're giving away a dynamic disc slash trilogy-based uh, uh, product, though, with... The drawings by Trent
1: artwork on it. That okay. much so we do know. Not necessarily that exact pink
2: this one. This is a river. I think I had some rivers and diamonds left. Um, so, yeah, we'll get you something for sure. How are we going to do it is what, the question. What number should we draw, Terry? You know, Zoe's 40th, mm. and we had four guests tonight. So, I think the fourth number okay. seems, seems appropriate. That, we rarely go four.
1: That does seem the appropriate. default is... Two. Our first number was 80. Our second number is 66. Our third number is 44. Uh, then we went to 84. 84. 84 is our number. Let me not dox anybody. I started it by email address this week. 84. When you go down to 84, you get Matt Sayers. Matt Sayers, congratulations. Matt Sayers, I like it. Yeah. Ooh. Based on what I'm seeing here... His donation level and the total amount that he's given, he's a brand new person. So, literally, yeah, he signed up November 14th. He's been on for two weeks and he wins. Matt, Matt, you're coming out way ahead. Matt played
2: this weekend in the cold turkey, he already has his Frisbee. (laughs) So, I'll have to find a mold he didn't pick. He got to pick uh, two out of the 12 uh, or 14 molds that I had. And uh, Matt Sayers, who also was an extra supporter at the Cold Turkey this weekend. Well, thank so you, Matt. Matt. Uh, yeah, all around uh, generous, kind. Well, thanks for supporting, Superstar. Matt. Superstar, thank you, Matt. What we a lucky it. SOB. Yeah. yeah.
1: How are you only playing that long and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're a winner? No,
2: how come you're yeah, supporting he's, that long? Supporting
1: I mean. that long. We've got people who have been supporting a long time, a lot longer time than aren't winning. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Ray. I'm sorry, Tim. I guess wow. you just got to be Matt Sayers. Matt played in one PDG event this year. And it was yours and it was this weekend. Oh, mine. That's cool. Well, now he's got an. Ex-
2: he's going to have an extra disc coming his way. Love it. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate it. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. We'll have to see what disc he uh, what disc he picked. <laughs> that's pretty funny. The maybe one of the few guys that doesn't need one of these
1: uh, custom well, discs. But I like mean, I said, here is what you do: ask him, ask him if he wants another one of those discs. If he doesn't, if he would prefer a different disc, we can give that one away next week. Oh my gosh, you. Just a spread I the love, without you? Terry. But we'll we'll get
2: back to you on that one. Yes. Either way, thank you, uh, Matt Sayers. We appreciate it. Uh yeah, my only one of my only remaining questions, Johnny, this one this one could pertain to you. Ooh. Uh, do I host chaining in the New Year, a flex start on New Year's Eve this year, which would coincidentally be on Sunday. The thirty first. I guess I could technically run it on Saturday the thirtieth. Um, I always usually just pick the last weekend
1: uh, going into uh, the if, new year. If but- I were you, I would do it on Saturday. I would I- not do it on New Year's Eve if you can, just because even if it's a flex start. Even if it's a flex start, okay. I just feel like there's probably people that are going to go out on Saturday because it's New Year's, and you're also gonna have people that are gonna go out on Sunday. That maybe Saturday might be a better. It might be more enticing to people, depending on what you are looking for. If you're looking Mm. for a lot of people, I think Saturday would be the better option than Sunday. Because not many people are going to be working Monday, being the first. Yeah, I think almost no one. But that's not going to stop some people from having some fun.
2: Mm. Uh, Also, speaking of fun, we're technically uh, both in Croatia and here in the U.S., uh Dinko is celebrating a birthday um over there in Croatia. So happy birthday to you, Dinko. I see that's today. Well, he happy, might be up even listening to happy it. Happy birthday. So um yeah, okay. Well, that's that's the one of the things swirling around. Our good friend Tom McManus wants me to uh commit to chaining in the new year a flex start somewhere. Uh it does sound fun. I did it last year, but uh we'll see if we're gonna do it again this year. So Beaver Dam, uh, here we come. Beaver Dam random beaver roundup. That could be uh that could be brought back. That was a fun tournament. That was that a I great tournament. Hosted for many years, so. I don't think I have much else. It's been a long night. We had uh some phenomenal guests in the regular you, show. You've got a homework assignment? That, I do. I'm going to drive home and uh pull up the requirements that uh Luke had uh laid out or the uh potential things to be included and I will will write Mm up a uh, referral letter or referral slash recommendation letter uh, for her to potentially be uh, able to get a, I I believe it's a five-year sports visa, which we've heard about with Mm -hmm. Thomas Gilbert and a few others throughout the years. I think that's relatively common, whether it's four or five years doesn't matter. Uh, But uh, I know that she is applying. That's what she's hoping to apply for. And I feel again, I feel honored and flattered she'd ask me. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, thank thank goodness we had the reminder. Bradley, he lives in Pewaukee, <laughs> If anything happens,
2: I mean Bradley, could just I'm move already to your
1: I'm already your agent. He could always just clearly, yeah, so obviously. I'll give you the Terry's info. <laughs> you could dox me. I mean, uh, he's just uh, it's, he. he could it's so to hard to dox you. I could literally <laughs> Google your name, yeah, and I think your address comes probably. up. All right, let's close this out. All right, guys.
2: Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Again, we had a great time with uh, Chandler, Raven, Zoe, and Dustin. Keep doing great work over there at Uplay. Uh, And if you want to find a way to support them, there's tons of different ways you can do that or support any nonprofit here within Disc Golf. Support everyone. Support your locals, whatever they're doing. For Johnny V, I'm the Disc Golf Guy. I'll see you guys uh, coming to you from Florida, from Gainesville this week. And looking forward to the action down at the show. This has been Smashbox TV's Podcast 482.
1: We'll see you next week
2: when you step inside the Smashbox.